All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Gives a Spell podcast. My name is Zach and this show we are going to be talking all things Melbourne racing like we have been doing the last five weeks. It's been a bit interesting and there's been actually like a very increase in followers. So I don't know if that's about Melbourne or about our little guest Nick who's doing the form. But uh, last week we had Caulfield. Uh, it was alright. It's came off to a bit of a bit of a tough start, to be honest. But we came home pretty strong. And this week we've got a we've got a Mooney Valley racing race meeting tomorrow with the Moyer and stuff, and then a bit of a glorified Tuesday in Nick's uh, words for the Saturday meeting at Sandown. Um, I welcome you in, mate. How are you, mate? Not too bad. It's sunny in Canberra today, so I'm pretty stoked to be honest. It's uh, the first sunny day we've had in a few, so. Nice. Um, last weekend was obviously a really shaky start, wasn't it? And then we came home strong late. Yeah, it was um, It was pretty brutal. If I have a look at your, your tips, I think first couple were pretty brutal. Um, a theory as well. I was pretty keen on that too, but no no dice. But then we come home, General Bow, Anavisto, Nonconformist. You tipped Probabil, but you also gave a little push to Sierra Sue, which you also backed. So that was a good win. And Bella Nipatina finally got out and got the chocolates. Can I just say... For- Horse ever, if, if if a horse ever gets vetted behind the barriers, has a horse ever actually won? No, never, never. If they, if they everyone won, knows that though. Oh. As soon as a theory came out and they said, "Oh, a theory's got it, she's a bit cranky today in the stalls," I thought, just scratch it. Yeah. Like just, oh, it just shits me. Anyway, it's no, I, I don't think you're the only one. As soon as your horse gets backed out or anything, or like you know the farrier work or something, you just rip up your ticket quickly, try and back something else because. It should be a little thing, like you can quickly cancel your bet because there's a good like ninety seconds there while it's getting vetted. But I agree, and I understand why they want to try and run it if it's at least like fifty percent fit because it so, takes so much effort to get a horse to the races. But uh, you're hard earned. Um, oh, we, we you did pretty well in Melbourne, but we also had that little um, little sweat that we did. I think I gave you gave you and a couple of the other boys um, a little bet on Riadini, which ran in the George Main, and the reason being was I saw Gay Waterhouse put out a tweet saying definitely running, and that was before acceptances on the Wednesday. So we're getting the all-in price for a place. Um, one bookmaker in specific, oh, specifically didn't update the price. So everywhere it was about $3, <laughs> and this other bookmaker was $7.50. So you're getting way overs, and I thought, look, it's going to lead. It's going to hang on. We're going to be We're going to be in the race no matter what. So we just wanted a place. Little do we know, obviously very elegant is there. I didn't even have a bet on the win. But, um, yeah, we went live with yourself and um, Pappenhausen and we all sort of saluted. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was fantastic. And, gee, she was tough, wasn't she? Like, she looked the winner. Oh, she was fantastic. She looked the winner. Absolutely. But she gets she gets 51 kilos in an net. Like, she's going to be really hard to beat in that race. Yeah. Mate, I agree. I agree. Um but look, we have what was a very elegant run over. So I think she hung on for second. So, and then you got Think It over there as well. But obviously, very elegant, bloody tough. Like I thought she was gone, but she oh. sneaks up the inside. Of course, um, you were about she's oh, a gun. six to ten beers deep. I think at the time. Yeah, somewhere in the range of six to ten. I think probably leaning more towards eight, nine, ten. So, but look, why not? And geez, it made it pretty exciting. It was a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually quite funny. So we, you, we, you, perhaps, perhaps screen obviously jumped first, and he wouldn't yep. zoom in. So you're trying to call off his shitty little screen that he's got up there. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good sweat. It was a good win. Um, hopefully, we can find a couple more of those. 
Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. The liquid courage certainly helped me there, I reckon. So, uh, but it's good. Our jockey in focus on, I guess, on Saturday, I think we agree on Daniel Moore. He won the opener on Dirty Thoughts and then got your little Sierra Sioux home. Yeah, I think I think he'd be lying if uh, in his post-race interview he didn't feel something. It was... Um, it was really cool and definitely a good shout-out to give. He's obviously riding pretty well, especially with a few of the top jocks out, getting a little bit more opportunity with some good rides. He's got some nice rides all weekend again, so hopefully he continues his form. It was a great um, little tweet that he put out yesterday. As soon as, uh, as, soon as the earthquake uh, happened in Melbourne, he put a tweet out saying, was that an earthquake or was that Sierra Sue letting down at the 100? So <laughs> very good timing, very impressive. Um, but, yeah, I love how these, uh, these other jocks are getting a bit more – more exclusive rides and stuff, eh? Yeah, it's really good. It's it's good just to see because obviously when the others come back, they'll obviously take normal order again. But it's good to know that there are good jockeys running around. Sort of the second tier jockeys are still riding really, really well. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we we got uh, two meetings to have a look at. We're going to have a couple of races from Mooney Valley, and then I think we're going to have to probably fly through Sandown because there's not much doing there. But let's go to um, nope. let's go to Mooney Valley. Let's go to race number three, and that's the Stutt Stakes. This is Friday night, Group Two, and Sandy Prince is the fave. Already been backed a little bit. Forgot you is there for Daniel Moore, obviously, and that's been a little bit of a drifter. Mister Mozart uh, off. Was that the Hawks runner? So that's coming off a win at Flemington uh, last week or week before as well. And you got Prince Alexander, Micro, and that as well. So, look, I think you were a Sandy Prince fan originally. Yeah, originally I was. I I didn't think sixteen hundred meters would be its trip though. I would have thought they'd lean more towards that fourteen hundred meter distance. Um, I like Mister Mozart in this race. I think when you look at Artorias being a, a, a sort of an eight dollar chance in a Golden Rose, a really hot Golden Rose. Um, and actually probably held on from Artorias in its last win. So I think that's the right form lines. I don't think Sandy Prince or Forgot You would be anywhere near an $8 chance in a Golden Rose. So $5 looks a pretty good bet. Obviously, Forgot You is really impressive at Mooney Valley and 1600 will suit it. But yeah, I was happy enough with Mr. Mozart. Hopefully he just sits, sits behind the speed there because Sandy Prince is going to kick up. But Mr. Mozart, five bucks, take it. Uh, we go yep. to race number six, and that's the JRA Cup. This is the group three over the 20,000, 20, 2,040 metre. Uh, Defibrillate is a fave. So Billy Egan and Mr. Payne, $3.80 in from four forty. Um, plenty of wins last prep, yet to win this prep. Uh, Holmesman is here, Secret Blaze. Mount Popper. So you mentioned to me before that you were keen on Mount Popper. Um, it's $8. It did open $5, so convince me. Yeah, look, um, I'll obviously hope it's not over the 20000 That'd be <laughs> That'd be a lot. That'd be a very long race. Um, I, could, I can understand why Defibrillate's favourite. Obviously, he got held up for a run and ran on really, really strongly and I think it rated the fourth or fifth best run for the whole day. Um, but Mount Popper... I, I just reckon this is his go, but out to 2,000 now. Um, he'll lead at the Valley. Like, gate 11, he's got to go forward or at least be in the first two or three. And then you look at a horse who's three lengths behind Mwanga and very elegant, and then a, the same horse that was behind and incentivised in another group one. Um, and that's at weight for age with 59, and it gets 56 and a half here. So that just, I don't know, that maths doesn't really add up to me. So I think $8 is, is a really good price. I like can see Defibrillate's a really good horse and will probably run well, but I just thought Mount Popper, yeah, Gate Eleven. I, I don't, I don't mind that at the Valley. He'll just come, hopefully, just cart across and and, and and lead as a sort of corner, take the first corner and meet the post the first time. 
Um, I don't know. I thought it was a really good bet and an re- even better place bet. Beautiful. All right, Mount Popper it is. Race seven is the Moya. Uh, good race this. So Profiteer is the fave. It's open 390. It st- stays 390. Uh, the Inferno is next at five bucks, coming off a good win at Mooney Valley um, a couple of weeks ago. Wild Ruler, we know that horse. We know September Run. We know Ballistic Lover. Trekking's there as well. Portland Sky, Brooklyn Hustle. It's a really good race. Um, but money-wise, not much is happening. Not much is... Uh, looks like the money... There hasn't been many fluctuations. Where have you landed? This is a yeah. I feel like every time you look at the race, you see a different winner. I I took a nice price about Inferno in this race about a week ago. Um, I think five dollars is about right now. I do like him and and think that this is sort of his chance to try and get into an Everest. Um, but also Profiteer, fifty two kilos, gonna lead from gate seven. It, it'll just lead and be really hard to run down. But I I thought the Inferno's win was fantastic, beating Portland Sky in September run and gets the same track and distance. So happy enough with him. Wild Ruler was pretty good behind Nature Strip too. I know Nature Strip sort of put two or three lengths on him in trekking, but wouldn't be surprised if he runs a cheeky. And I don't know, it's a really tough race. It's a good race for exotics, but I've got the Inferno on top and Profiteer pretty hard to beat. So there was yarns about the Inferno. They're like, oh, I could go to the Everest and stuff, right? So completely off topic. The Everest has got a bunch of horses, right? Tab has lost and running, which was pretty ordinary on the weekend. Do you think anything that hasn't been picked yet for the Everest can win? Because there's still five slots. It's a good question. I'll be interested to see. Animo's, Animo hasn't been selected for a start yet either, has no, it? No, See, I wouldn't be surprised if a horse like him gets a gets a gig in the Everest well, too. There's quite a few it, good dolphins that might get a gig. There are yeah, so I think it's an interesting sort of thing. I, I think that Nature Strip Eduardo race is looking like really good form leading into an Everest, but I wouldn't be surprised if horses like the Inferno and then Animo do come in and actually be a bit of a chance in an Everest. Oh, please. All right, a bit of a chance. I think Nature Strip, I think he's just done, this is just Wallow just <laughs> taking the piss, the, the, the race before Nature Strip comes out and wins. So jump on. Um, talk me into Rich Hips in the last, which is paying six bucks. Yeah, Rich Hips was a really good run. Um, obviously, Turath's come out and, and won another really good race, and it was just the two lengths behind Turath. And Quantum Mechanic, a lot of these horses come through the same form lines. I didn't, I thought Quantum Mechanic was really, really plain. I know it was two or three deep, but I thought it was plain. I didn't really like Butter Chicken's run. Um, and then Only Words was pretty poor in the back of the field as well. I thought Rich Hips was sort of scraping along the paint and didn't really get an opportunity to get the revs up. So I thought it was a pretty nice bet in this race at six bucks. Six bucks. Take it. I like, I've, I've backed Rich Hips too. So um, as soon as you said that, I may have just jumped on then and I'm not punting <laughs> during the day or at random meetings on a, on a Thursday, but um, let's go to, let's go to, um, let's go to Saturday. So this is the, the great meeting at Sandown. So like you said before, it's a glorified Tuesday meeting. Um, there's a couple I think that we can find, but look, it's, it's not that thrilling. But let's fly through yeah. it. Um, race one over 1,000 metres, benchmark 90, and Esther LaRocca is the favourite, 260. That got backed hard, I think, last start, where it um, lost to the Inferno. I'm pretty sure it got backed that start. I could be wrong. Um, How Romantic, 480 on the drift. Diamonds in the sky, 7 bucks. Twist of Fury, and not much else going on. I'm going to assume you're with the fave. Yeah, I like the form, um, and it obviously gets 54 kilos as well. Um, I think gets a nice run in the race from gate six two. It's coming through the right form, referencing. If you like the Inferno, you've sort of got to like Esther Larocca in a benchmark nine, don't you? Um, so yeah, with with Esther Larocca, with her, um, and then Dom's in the sky is another horse that could run pretty well. 
Um, two, two and a half lengths behind a horse like Probabile and then gets 54 kilos in this sort of race. So wouldn't be surprised if it came out and run well, but Esther Rocker looks really hard to beat, I reckon. Agree. I'm with you. Race 2, 1400, benchmark 78 is Cirilio Miss, $3.10 for Craig Williams. Um, Camborne at 440, Foxy Frieda, Mimi's Award, Milton Park is out at double figures. They have a little bit of money for John McNeil, 13 into 10. Uh, but Craig Williams rides the favourite here. You with him? Um, no. Oh, it, it, it's going to be hard to beat, and I do understand that. If Embolism hadn't drawn 16, the car park, I would have been pretty happy with Embolism. And I'm probably still going to say that he's probably my on topper. Um, coming through different form than any of these other horses are. All the other horses are really up, come, up and coming horses, benchmark 78 horses. Last preparation, Embolism's running group ones and group twos everywhere and running pretty well, really, like running a length behind Luna Fox in a group one as well. So... I think at $12, he's a good bet and, again, gets the claim for Richard. So I reckon he's a nice little play there. Barrier 16 at uh, Sandown. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sickening. But I, I suppose it, it's a big track, so it's probably, what, only one bend to the 1,400 yeah. and then you get a 500-meter straight. So if you can get a bit of cover, I, th- I think 12 bucks is well over the odds. Yeah, you can go each way. 370 is still getting for a place. Um Race three is the 14 hunch and Lena's legend is fave. 3.50 into 3.10. Taunting is there. It's on a little bit of a drift. That I've always liked taunting. Um, it's had a run at uh, Mooney Valley a couple weeks ago where it lost to my numero uno. Um, Sandy Prince, extreme... No, oh, Sandy Prince. No, um, extreme flight, jungle magnate. What do you think? Yeah, Lena's legend hasn't couldn't have been any more impressive in its two wins this prep. Um Definite on top. I think obviously Taunting and Sandy Prince are going well. Um, and then the rest of the field, I, I really don't know a heap about the rest of the field, to be completely honest. But Lena's Legends, two wins have been really good. Her last win, she she led and, and just kept going. He led and just kept going and sort of kicked away and same track and, and, and similar distance as well. So I think it's a good bet. And Damien Lane's riding really well too. So happy with Lena. Do we think Sandy Prince is going Mooney Valley or here? I think, think they'll go to the Valley. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I would have thought so. It sort of seems like they've targeted that race. It's a same, similar sort of field to what it met last time. So I wouldn't be surprised if you went there. For anyone listening, we are recording uh, late Thursday afternoon. So race four is the Jim Maloney Stakes and a short favourite in Zuzarella, who's been pretty impressive with um, Brett Prebles coming off two wins, um, both at the Valley. Mac and Cheese is there. That actually was pretty good too. Two starts back, I think, at Morfittville, one in the heavy. And Literary Magnate, Fortunate Kiss, uh, Deuce, yeah, they're all there. A couple of good off and runners as well. But, mate, Zuzarella's been good, eh? Oh, she's been under and running time too, like running really good time for a horse with only two starts. So $2 hasn't been missed, but it's probably the right pot price. If she was any bigger, we'd be jumping on very quickly. I, I think she'll probably win. The one that I didn't mind at a bit of odds was Picarones. Um, it's run over 1,100 behind Crystal Bound, was really, really good and actually hit the line strongly. And I love that they're stepping this horse from 1,100 to 1,400. Um, I think it'll run really, really well. So wouldn't be surprised if it runs in the top two or three. So Zuzarella will probably take out the win, but I didn't mind Picarones at a price. Oh, I love it when you chuck in $15 winners, mate. 15 <laughs> Um The Sandown Stakes is race five. Elephant is there. So Elephant, um, I win two starts back at Caulfield and then a second to Superstorm, which somehow Superstorm won up the inside. That was fucking 
unbelievable riding. Cherry Tortoni's there on the drift. Harborview, Ziegfeld, Romancer. Romancer's the one that's probably been back 16 into 11. But, mate, Elephant was bloody impressive that last start, even though it came second. Yeah, and when when you're running a horse in its sixth start, at weight for age group two level against proper horses that have, have been there. And then you got Sierra Sue who ran seventh in that race and was a bit unlucky. who's come out and run a, won a group one. Um, it does look a very good bet elephant. Um, so definite on topper. Cherry Tortoni obviously went past Ayrton. So, and the same as Harbour Views, they're both coming out of that Ayrton race where arguably Ayrton was pretty unlucky being three deep the trip and facing the breeze. But I still think they're, they're reasonably good horses. Don't like Ziegfeld and Romanza was actually pretty unlucky. I know it finished 13th, um, but I, they, they're backing it up quickly again. So they obviously think that um, it, it'll be, it, it had enough in the tank after last weekend and there's been a bit of money at 16s to 11s already. So wouldn't be surprised if it ran big, but I think Elephant's definitely the, the bet in this race, mate. I think so. Pretty short fields too, isn't it? Um, yeah. Race six, opening leg of the quaddy. Floating artist is the fave over 18 hunch. 390. Skyman at 460. Dr. Drill, that's been backed. That was $8 and it's now 480. So that's the one. Don't doubt Dory and only words as well for Walla, Craig Williams. But mate, money for Dr. Drill. Yeah, I've been waiting for this horse to actually get us get it have a run. Geez, I like Josh Richards. I this I think that's He's the everywhere, third or fourth I've tip with him. Yeah. Um yeah, this horse behind the graves is fantastic and Obviously, it actually rated higher than DeGraves' win So in that race, which has come out and been a pretty good rating race. I really like Dr. Drill. It's a shame that he's in the 480, um, but I think he, he he's going to be really, really hard to beat. And he's sort of a tough on pacer as well, which we always love. Um, but yeah, Dr. Drill for me. Dr. Drill. All right, race seven is the Underwood, the most embarrassing race, five horses and Zaki. <laughs> so this is the one I've been really wanting you to break down. Okay, so we have Zaki at $1.28. Now, some could argue that this is um, value, but Probabil, $5. Superstorm, 11 The Chosen One, 18 50 Stars, 31 Give me your best. It's, yeah, you, you would, it'd be an easy race to call. I reckon Matty Hill will have a a good time with this. Um, start from the top, I suppose Zaki, you can't be any more impressed with this horse and been running extremely well, running time, and people think that it's a, what, what is it, a $2.50 chance in a Cox plate? So, yeah, I can see why people think $1.28 is overs. Um, so he's the obvious one, obvious, yeah, no value whatsoever. Probably its run last weekend was fantastic and people probably got the shits because they backed it and it was favourite and it's ended up running fourth or fifth. Um, but the fact that they're going to back it up again and they've completely changed course, so they were going to stick to a handicap sort of course for her um, and they've now decided that she can't win races with the weight that she's going to get in handicaps. So they've completely charted course to to a weight for age preparation and I wouldn't be surprised if she gets close to Zaki. I don't think she'll knock him off, but... I think that's the definite Quinella. I know that that's what the market says as well, but she'll run well and she'll give him a bit of a run for his money. And then the Superstorm form, he's that's as good as he'll run, that win that he had and obviously had all the luck along the rails. And and, and I just don't think he's up to a probability and Zaki sort no. of race. But yeah, I think it's about as simple as Zaki first, probability second. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if probability was a few length, only only a length or two off him. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Everyone's talking about Zaki just blowing him away, but yeah. what do you what do you think? Uh I think Zaki by three and a half. Yeah, okay, interesting. 
I just think we'll it's just so... Yeah, it's impressive. Um, yeah. The Testarossa Stakes, race number eight, 1300, and Chaliot or Chalot for Mr. Bates and Alexander, 350. Ironclad at 550 on the drift. Lord Vlavostok, however you say it. I have backed this thing before um, in Adelaide. It's had quite a, quite a few wins, too. I think it had a bunch of wins last prep. It's already been back, 650 and a 550. King of Hastings is there, which has knocked off people in the past. And Hightail, 10 <laughs> bucks. And Sosibon. Oh, boy. What do you reckon? Yeah. I don't mind Sosi Bond. Um, I don't reckon this is a very deep race. I reckon this is a pretty ordinary race, to be honest. Um, obviously, Chaliet, or however you say it, is coming through the ranks um, itself and has a really nice first up record and probably be hard to beat. But I actually think Sosi Bond's not too bad of a bet here. I, I think this is probably the, the weakest race that, that he's run in for a while. Um, I know he can be a bit of a pain in the ass, but when you have a look at the races that it's running, you know, two or three lengths behind Tafane. Um, up there in a group one with 59 sort of kilos. You know, that's pretty good form for a race like this. So I'll probably have something small and Sosie Bond. Um, but it's a very small betting race. Nolan, mate, kills me. Yeah, um, I get that. You with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Oh. His ride on lightsaber was handy, though. Lightsaber, don't even get me started on that. That shit <laughs> yeah, is me either. I had my old man ringing me up going, Did you back it? Did you back it? Was so, he giving you, telling you to back it all week, too? I assume. Oh, all week, all week, and I just I've got to the point now where I'm not too arrogant to listen, but too arrogant to change my own mind on yeah. someone else's opinion. Or so, give him praise, yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, you were right. Yeah. Um, the last of the day is over 1800 and flexible was the fave. Um, Damien Oliver and Godolphin, five bucks. Aussie Nugget has been back nine into 550 already. Thought of that for Kieran Maher and Eustace, 550. Hasseltoff. You even got horrifying there for Brett Preble and the Kavanaugh uh, Quay Quay back as well, 15s. Um, but money for this Aussie nugget, John McNeil. Yeah. Why do they do this to us, though? Like, why Why is this the last race of the day? I don't understand it. Why can't, um, why can't Zaki be the last race of the day? Yeah, just like, I, mean, I would even happily not have a bet. But um, Aussie Nugget's obviously coming through that doubt, don't doubt Dory race and... Um, I can see why there's money for it, and it's had a win at the track. Um, this is sort of getting closer to its sort of distance as well, so I can see why there is a bit of money around for it. Nines into fives is a fair go. Um, he's probably my on-topper. Um, Quay Quay, they were massive raps. Matt, Matt Kamani said that this horse is the best horse he's ever trained. I know they talk some shit, but um, when you're running it in, in the Harbour Views races with airtime and stuff, you obviously have a bit of an opinion on it. It's just a shame it's drawn 16. Um, I won't be don't know a ton. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, flexibles coming through a Group One preparation in was that in Adelaide as well. So yeah, and I had a had a good win at Sandown last start. Yeah, just. it's 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 just a throw at the dartboard, mate. But yeah, Aussie Nugget on top, and maybe something small and quake play. But yeah, no, very small bet again. <laughs> Care factor at the end. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be right. getting prepped for the AFL Grand Final, I reckon. Oh, mate, do demons win? Um, I think demons forty plus or dogs tight. If oh, that makes sense. Nah, okay, that's tough because I've already done a bet for one to thirty nine. Know nothing about AFL. <laughs> it's it's going to be a, it'll be a ripping game though. It'll be a seriously good game of footy if it's tight. For anyone that doesn't know, Nick's an avid AFL man. Yeah, probably oh, racing v AFL. I don't know. <laughs> Pro- 
It's probably more variable. Well, you're gonna, racing, so we'll say I prefer it. You're going to be a budding <laughs> race caller one day soon, mate. We're going to make that happen. Um, all right, well, we talk about best bets. We can, You can even mention something at Mooney Valley or something as well if you want. Um, but let's go stand down, Mooney Valley. Any best? Jeez. Tough sort of meeting, isn't it? Um, Estor Rocker is probably my best at Sandown. Uh, just looks a really good race for it and looks like it'll probably get its own way and coming through some really nice form lines. So Estor Rocker is my best and it's in the first two, so hopefully we can set up our day there. Um, and then on Friday night, I obviously really like the Inferno, but I think it's getting to its right price. Um, let's go Mount Popper as my sort of each way bet for the weekend as well. Mount Popper. What was it paying again? Eight bucks or something? Yeah, yeah, about eight bucks. Uh, seven it's just now. Silly odds. <laughs> it's been, oh. People have just the, since we've been recording. All right, the people have got seven. cups. They've got cups and they're listening. They're listening. Yeah, house. they're listening to a report somehow. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Thank you, mate. Thanks for joining me again. Um, tips are doing pretty well. Doing better than me. So keep it up. <laughs> We're going okay. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, mate. Good on you.